1: Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm.
0: Melbourne's Drive Time Radio program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainways.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. I would like to begin by paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional custodians of the land on which I am coming to you from today. Land where at Brainwaves we tell our stories, and land where the traditional custodians have told their stories for many, many years before us, and continue to tell their stories. I would like to pay my respects to Elders past and present, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners who are listening today.
1: Hi, welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR Radio, 8.55am. I'm Evan, and today we're talking to Fergus Watts, former AFL player and for Adelaide and St Kilda and founder of Bastion, the independent marketing agency employing more than 300 people around the world. And now the CEO of Reach, which is what we will be talking about today. Welcome, Ferg, to Brainwaves.
0: G'day, Evan. Thanks very much for having me.
1: No worries. Uh, We'll start today talking about what exactly REACH is and what you do to help our youth and then talk about your history a bit later and what led you to this role. So you help equip young people, is that right?
0: Yes, mate, that's right. At REACH, what we do is we, we create environments where young people can develop social and emotional resilience. So the way you do that is... By understanding yourself more, by sort of working through any sort of emotive barriers that you know we might have in our lives and layers that we've developed within our within our lifetime, um, and trying to work through those, what that does is that creates a better sense of self, who you are, greater confidence in yourself, and a greater confidence in in and understanding of those around you. Um, and those two things really go a long way to ensuring that we We sort of set young people up to have a very strong mental health position, so they're less likely to drift off into mental ill health um as as and when and if bad things inevitably happen to them um and they're more likely to take advantage of positive opportunities that come their way, so they'll have more confidence to take advantage of something good that happens yep. uh, as well as sort of protect from the bad
1: Wow, that sounds just, um yeah really great um. So I'm interested to understand why you focus more on young people. Do you think that's perhaps sort of more our formative years and when the biggest changes happen?
0: Uh, It absolutely is. Um, 50% of all mental health issues happen before the age of 14. So um, what happens with young people is that when they're 13, roughly, their brain starts to rewire. And so it happened to all of us. We go through this really heavy developmental phase through our teenage and adolescent years, and so we're we we literally we're rewiring our brain, rewiring our body, going from a child into an adult, and we all know that that's a difficult period, regardless. Plus, when you when you understand that, and then you add on top of that that you know we're doing all the things at that age that teenagers do. You know, you ask out your first girl, you get rejected. Um, you, you know, you put your hand up in class and people laugh at you, you start failing tests. um, You know, whatever it is, things happen. This, you know, then you add some major significant things like, you know, things like a change of school at high school or, um, you know, if your parents were to separate and get divorced, as an example, or any of these sort of significant things, what they do through that period is as we're uncertain in ourself through that period, like all teenagers are, and these things happen to us, we start building and putting on layers around ourselves to protect ourselves. And we inevitably start operating from, from that ego. So what we want to do is get into a position where we can create strong, healthy teenagers to become confident, happy, content adults. And that's yeah. ultimately the objective. And that's why we work with young people is to prepare them for adult life.
1: Right. And you were a crew member and facilitator of Reach. Um, what exactly does does that involve?
0: Mate, I was. I was. I've been involved in Reach for twenty two years. I I started out as a participant when I was fifteen years old, mm-hmm. and, um, and then I I went through and, and became a crew member and a facilitator. Now, what that means is that what we do at Reach and we still do to this day is we recruit our facilitators and our crew at the age of roughly around fifteen or sixteen. So we identify young people, so we recruit about 80 of them a year and we put them through a very intensive facilitation training program um, up until they're effectively school-leaver age. Then we put them on full-time contracts, a bit like a full-time athlete, put them on full-time contracts and then they go and they deliver the work. So our facilitators that are in market that are working with young people, over 50,000 of them every year, are all aged pretty much under 25. Most of them are roughly 21 or 22. So the big sort of, one of the big significant parts of our, our business is that we're young people working with other young people because we think that, what well, we know, we know we've, we've been able to prove that over the last three decades, is that you get into a position where young people are more likely to, to um, sort of open up, they're more likely to feel comfortable within themselves and more likely to feel comfortable in that environment. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when they're talking to a fellow peer.
1: What age range are we talking?
0: Well, the age range of the facilitators are anywhere between 18 and 25, roughly. Um, and so generally then when they get to about 25, not only have they been facilitating them for almost a decade, uh, because they've been crewing our programs and they're still at school, um, but then they get to a position where we, we what's really important for us is that we develop good career pathway programs for these young people because not only are they phenomenally well-trained elite facilitators with an ability to hold a room of whether that's 30 primary school kids, whether that's 60 high school kids, you know, or whether that's uh, in our Heroes day product, five or 600 high school kids and um, they can hold that room, deal with very heavy emotional issues and, you know, And they've, they've got this immense talent to do that. It's it's very much on us to ensure that they've got good career pathway programs beyond that, both internally in the organisation um, and
1: externally as well. Do you, like, focus on any specific career paths or it's just up to them to choose what they want to no, do? No,
0: it's up to them to choose. What we do yeah. is we have a, a social enterprise uh, called Wake by Reach and that works with Corporate Australia. So we have... Um, a large number of very blue chip um, corporate clients like PwC or Deloitte or KPMG or Snap or, you know, whoever else it might be, the Melbourne Footy Club, we work with their organisations uh, around team building, around emotional connection and emotional development, um, and we we do that work in, in corporate Australia. What what that does is it allows, allows us to fund more school workshops uh, but also gives a good career pathway for our facilitators that want to keep facilitating um, beyond beyond that sort of age, and, and not necessarily facilitate year nine kids for the the rest of their life.
1: You do workshops and camps at Reach. You tell us a bit about yeah, mate. Kids. We
0: do. That's right. We um, so what our work is uh, is we go into schools. The vast majority of our work is is set in the is in the classroom uh, and sits in as part of the school curriculum. So. We go in, we run roughly 90-minute sessions, um, and the idea and the the sort of um, objective of those sessions is to get the young people talking about what's going on for them and in a safe space to do so. Um, So uh, that's what we do. We also run camps. Um, We run camps for private groups. Uh, We also run um, a number of camps, whether that be for the development of our own crew or whether that be for... um, uh, you know our partnership and community programs that we have that are more for more at-risk uh, youths um, to be able to sort of create an environment where they can um, sort of have a more intensive uh, program over a three or four-day period
1: on a camp. Right. Are you doing a hike in the outback later in the year?
0: We are. We're doing the Larrapinta Trail, so we're we're bringing that back. reaches down the Larrapinta Trail a few times over over the journey. Um, and we're bringing that back this year. So I'll be heading on that. It'll be great. So um, people that want to be part of that, to a fundraiser um, for REACH, obviously. So we have a guided, guided hike and, and tour across the Pinta Trail, uh, and we raise money for the foundation um, as part of that.
1: Right. We might take a break and be back in a moment after these messages. Okay, welcome back. I'm here with CEO of REACH, Ferg Watts talking about his recent work and former career in AFL. Um, So you were an AFL player before all this for some years. Um, Some might say unsuccessfully or as your career was fairly short, but um, it takes a lot of work to get to that point. How did that experience shape you and influence you now as CEO of Reach?
0: Oh, mate, it made a massive difference to me. Um, Yeah, my career was was absolutely (laughs) unsuccessful. It was... Uh, I was a first-round draft pick. I was pick 14 to the Adelaide Crows. I was an All-Australian. I was a Vic Metro Best and fairest. You know, I was one of those players that promised the world and and sort of couldn't get out of first gear. Primarily because I was I had a couple of really bad debilitating injuries that, that ended my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke my ankle and my, my left ankle, my leg you know, dislocated it and ruptured it. I had 12 operations over eight eight months, and that was sort of the end of it. I, I couldn't really play too much anymore. Certainly not at the highest level, and um, so that that was really hard for me to deal with. You know, that was I was expected to have a fifteen year career, and after four years, you know, I was I was getting let go because I couldn't run anymore. Um, and the, what, one of the things that um, really worked well for me through through all of that and that experience is it helped me deal with failure on a pretty significant level and in a fairly public way. Um to be able to you know like it 's okay to fail you know Th- these things, and like any major event that happens to any of us in our lives, there is a choice to allow that event to sort of govern you and control you and and you know let the emotion of that really consume you, and then you operate you know like that's in generic terms we call it a you know a chip on the shoulder or those sort yeah. of things um or you know, and, and what, what the sort of the reach work is all about is to get very comfortable with analysing and understanding the emotion of that and being able to work through it so it doesn't govern you. So that that experience can help shape you. Um, mm-hmm. You can take the good and the bad from it. You can take all the learnings from it and you can use it as a position of strength into the rest of your life versus, um, you know, using it as a... a, a well being governed by it not being able to use it and having it as a negative so um, you know I would have loved to have a longer career and and uh, and and all that sort of stuff but at the end of the day it probably set my life up in a in a pretty good position because of all those reasons
1: yeah uh, have you had mental health struggles yourself as a result of...
0: <laughs> no not really I um, you know i've I've had you know um, harder times like anyone else um, you know, trying to get through those things. I certainly haven't had any any episodes of mental ill health or, or um, anything like that. No, certainly no diagnosis or, or any of that sort of stuff. But, um, you It'll know, the, you. the work that I did at Reach as a young person certainly made a significant difference in me being able to work through, um, you know, significant events. In my business career, I've had a number of failures, you know, like the the all the you know there were some really intense sort of periods in my business career, um in in growing a business, you know it's it's difficult to get through those things and that, you know the the reach experience certainly helped shape me in those areas.
1: Mm-hmm. So does reach support mental health in particular? Or is it broadly more broadly for anyone of of a certain age? It's for anyone.
0: It's uh it's it's our work is preventative work so. We work with young people from a preventative perspective to um, try and stop them getting to a position of mental ill health. You know, we have a mental health crisis in this country. Um, and, you know A lot of it's blamed on the pandemic. You know, we've got one in four young, young people um, having suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe the pandemic caused this mental health crisis. I think it just showcased it. Mm-hmm. And what caused it was that we didn't do enough preventative mental health development Five or ten years ago, um, because that would have developed stronger, more more mentally astute, uh, emotionally astute young people to be able to deal with something that was inevitably a pretty significant event.
1: I find probably the drugs drug uh, epidemic too is quite that affected my life um, and mental health as well. So I find that's just yeah. The there is no
0: doubt about that. That's right. That, I mean, but like anything, um you know addiction is obviously a a significant thing and it's a it's a it's a um, medical condition Mm -hmm. um but the the ability to have access to drugs and the desire to use those again is you know generally is a is a um is an outcome of something that's a lot deeper so it's not necessarily um certainly not in all cases the drugs that or access to drugs that create the issue. It's that the issue was already there and they turned to drugs to then, you know, to, to sort of cover it up in one way, shape or form.
1: Uh, I'll, yeah, I was just going to say, um, you know, with me, it wasn't an interest in drugs. It was an accident, you know, it can, can happen to you accidentally too where it's the influence of others that you you sort of don't know about these things that can... Um,
0: oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and that that stuff be, is mean innocent,
1: innocent, yeah, anyway. yeah, that's right. Um, so can you tell our listeners about Round for Reach campaign? How successful it's been this year?
0: Yeah, Round for Reach is a partnership we do with Melbourne Footy Club, and um, it was it was uh, on April second, Melbourne versus Sydney, uh, and it was a great success. You know, it, it's it's a brilliant way to be able to showcase what we do at Reach. Um, and get some large-scale exposure for our brand. Um, And it always makes a significant difference, not only through donations to the organisation, but also through, um, you know, general awareness. And we always get a great increase in schools ringing us as well as corporates wanting to sort of engage our services.
1: Right. We might take another break and we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Evan, your presenter for Brainwaves today, and we've just been talking to Ferg Watts about his new role as CEO of REACH. Uh, Ferg, how can people get involved with REACH if they think they might like to facilitate a workshop or get involved in some other way?
0: Yeah, so if you're if you're sort of under the age of 25, you can get in touch with us. Um, we have uh, crew recruitment and uh, training and fast-tracked training um, all consistently throughout the year. So um, you can get in touch with us from a facilitation perspective, reach.org.au. Um, you can also get in touch with us from a supporter perspective. The, the best way to support Reach is if you work in a business, get us to come and do some team building and team connection work with your staff. Um, hire our services to go and do that. And what that does is that's, it, that's our social enterprise that helps then fund uh, all the school work we do the other way to support reach is if you're a parent to hassle your kids school to hire us and um, the more schools that we can work with we work with about fifty thousand kids a year there's roughly two million within our sort of broad demographic that that are school aged um sort of in our in our demographic and, and age group so yeah, we barely touch the sides and we're the biggest in this space, been around for nearly three decades. Um, and so, you know, we just need more schools engaging this as part of their everyday curriculum. Um, and that's, the, that's a much better outcome.
1: All right. So there's a lot of info on your website, reach.org.au. Um, is that the best place to go? or Do you have like a centre somewhere that people can visit? Or?
0: Reach.org.au is the best place to go. You can have a look at everything that's there. Uh, you can also donate through that website, um, and yeah, that, that's the best way to do it. All
1: right. And so, what's the process to sign up to Reach? You just log on the website and fill out a form, or?
0: Well, signing up to Reach is um, it's, it, it, it's a broad question because um, because of most of what we do is in schools. Um, the schools just contact us, and then our our team of education experts will then engage with the school and, uh, and work with them on their best curriculum. And um, for facilitators, uh, if you want to be a facilitator or reach you under the age of 25, then, yeah, just reach.org.au, the um, just, con- just contact us and send us an email um, and you'll be part of that and, and that'll be it. If you have a young person who we are not at their school and the school, you know, won't engage us for whatever reason, um, we do have a range of community programs. And, again, get in touch at the website, um, and send us an email uh, where your region is, and we'll see if we've got a community program in the right place at the right time.
1: Right. Um, I was just wondering too: Are you still involved in football at all? Or?
0: Not really. No. Um, I've got three young kids now, so oh, the right. ability to go and you know go to training a couple of nights a week and footy on the weekends, I do a little bit with a couple of clubs here and there, but um, nothing
1: yeah. significant. Would you recommend others to pursue a football career?
0: Yeah, I would. It's um, it's a great thing to you know develop develop all the attributes of, of of being an elite athlete. You know, great discipline. You get a great knowledge of diet. You get a great knowledge of exercise. Um, you know, and and you get to do something that's 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 pretty unique. Um, it's you know, the the longer a career goes, you'd want to be very very successful at it. Is my opinion. Um, you'd want to be in the top handful of players in the comp. You'd want to be earning very good money for a long period of time. Mm. Um, if you're a ten-year journeyman that doesn't own much money and you know doesn't build a media profile, and those sort of things do think that inevitably is difficult in the transition um, into real life. Um, but I'd certainly recommend it. Yes.
1: All right. And out of your three sort of career paths that you're known for, that I know of, what do you feel is your greatest achievement out of? Sort of question oh. or, or anything, uh, oh,
0: mate, it's a very hard question to answer. Um I to be honest, I'm sort of wired where I don't really look at anything as an overall achievement. Like I'm yeah. continually every time I, you know, set a goal, if I get anywhere vaguely close to it, I'll change the goalpost on myself and mm. then you know that goal's all of a sudden not good enough. So sort of always wired wired like that. It's probably uh Something that drives me mad, you know myself dealing with all that, but mm-hmm. um, you know and and the other, the other thing is it's nothing I've ever done is just me. you know i've had I've mm-hmm. had people around me in bastion, you know, we've built the largest independent agency in the country and and one of the largest ever, and you know that's great, but it's not like i I did that like I mm-hmm. let it, but you know I have great team around me, great people, great partners. Um we couldn't have done anything without without all of those and everyone playing their part over the journey. So um you know, it's uh, it's just not something I I, I I look at or sort of articulate ever.
1: So what do you think's on the horizon for Watts after Reach?
0: <laughs> Mate, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna to have to see. We'll keep building Bastion, you know, we, we've got a lot of work to do um building a marketing agency um so that's in america new zealand australia so we'll continue to build that my brother and i um you know reach very keen to continue to grow reach to ensure that it's got the best footing to go for another 30 years um and then who knows you know we've got an agricultural business that we're we're, we're building up my wife and i that's uh that that's been great so no, I got,
1: as I said, I've got three kids under five. Like, it's hard to yeah. just lift my head up at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't have kids, so I don't know that's like. <laughs> I do understand no, I've got a right nice Yeah. So if there's a message you could send our listeners right now who may be thinking of doing something like REACH, who may or may not have mental health struggles or just perhaps a bit nervous undertaking such a program, what, what would your message be? Uh,
0: look, the message is that... Um, you can't go wrong developing yourself. Mm. But to do that, if you're going to physically develop yourself, you know, you have to lift weights or go for a run or do something and you have to do it to a point where it hurts a little bit. Um, You have to do it where it's difficult. You don't get any stronger by lifting light weights that are easy to lift. You only get stronger by lifting heavy weights um, that are hard to lift. Emotional development and and self-development is no different. And what happens most of the time in our lives is we get to a certain point, we're fearful of that point. We go, Oh, I'm not talking about that or no. And we deflect questions and we sort of remove ourselves from an emotional situation rather than leaning into it and being open and honest. And most of the time we do that because we've been hurt in the past. You know, our life experience will say that when I am open and honest you know, it, it gets thrown back in my face. So find someone you can talk to um, and, and you know, just just talk openly because that is the thing that ultimately develops the emotional muscle. Um, and, you know, if you, if you are experiencing mental health issues, there's lots of organisations you can get in touch with. Um, and from a REACH perspective, uh, the more work we can do with young people from a preventative standpoint, um, the less mental health issues we'll have later on in life.
1: All right. Thanks, Phil. Thanks so much for joining us today on Brainwaves. It's been fascinating hearing all about reach and your life. Wish you all the best in your endeavours. Um, you're doing some great work there helping young people to better understand what's expected of them in this life and how to tackle it. No, no pun intended. <laughs>
0: Good on you, mate. Thanks very much. Appreciate
1: Tom. time. Okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot. That's all the time we have today. Join us next week for another episode of Brainwaves. And don't forget to check out our 3CR webpage and podcasts. Okay, good night.
0: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.